Me, 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 me. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Wombat Radio. Today we're at ReadyMade and Jazz has a residency and she's three days in and so, of course, knows everything there is to know now <laughs> about working with large groups of dancers and hour-long improvisations and she's going to share that insight with us. Hi, Jazz. Hey. <laughs> Do you want to start by telling us who you are? Sure. I'm Jazz Luna as peop- most people know me as. Um, I'm 21 years old, grew up in Sydney at a small dance school with two little brothers, got a dog last week, yeah, a little so puppy, amazing. Kelpie Cross Border Collie. She's beautiful. Have you um, taught her stuff yet? Commands and stuff? No, she doesn't even know sit. Okay. <laughs> um, Started off with the huge jazz and ballet and tap mm-hmm. and didn't start contemporary until like high school, I guess. Mm. Um, but it was a different kind of contemporary. <laughs> very meaningful? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Adele meaningful. Oh, wow. Yeah. She, yeah, she's got something, Adele. <laughs> she really makes you feel stuff. <laughs> I sometimes wonder if dance can make you feel stuff if you're just watching it and not doing it definitely makes me feel yeah. a lot when I'm doing it yeah but then I wonder oh definitely haven't you gotten goosebumps from watching request crew I have oh <laughs> get them <laughs> <laughs> and I thought oh maybe maybe one day I could aspire to request crew <laughs> but I don't know about I guess some contemporary shows that I've seen but it's, I more get, like, goosebumps when they're not doing anything as well. Like, I watched this one piece. I was in Avignon in France at the yeah. festival there because my dad was performing there. Wow. Yeah. But I watched this piece and it was a Japanese company. And there was this one part where she was just standing on stage. Oh, they can't see me. Um. Yeah. Demonstrating right now. <laughs> arms spread out. And she was just standing eagle. there. And, like, her arms were just, like, growing outwards. And I just got goosebumps from that. Wow. Yeah. So, when nothing's happening, what do you think is happening? It's like, I think nothing happening only works when there's been stuff happening. Oh, yeah. So, it just, I feel like it's like just time right. for you to feel, I guess. <laughs> yeah, space. Yes, I see that for sure. It's like if you're in the country, if you live in the country... You don't wake up every morning and be like, ah, the peace and quiet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And what are you thinking about when you make, when you're making? Well, like, this we'll is get to how, sure. but I guess we're thinking about, like, what are you doing? Well, this is my first making. Okay. And, um, Didn't you make a duo that I saw at Industry? Oh, yeah, but that, that was, was kind of like, let's throw something together in three minutes, four, three minutes, I okay. mean. <laughs> Um, and there was no real idea or it was more like Cory I made up on the bus. Do you, do you twitch when you make up Cory? No, I just do it. Like it was like a lot of hands and I was making oh. up the feet in my head. Okay. Yeah, and it was just like more like gestures with the hands and I was just doing sitting there on the bus doing it. Awesome. Yeah. But this making... Yes. <laughs> um, well, re- I actually didn't have an idea until I started writing, applying for the residency. And so then, why did you start applying? 
because I was like, oh, I've never like been in that position where I don't know, like a leader position kind of thing. Um, where everyone just stops yeah. and stares at you. Yeah, and, and like wants everyone comes here for you. It's so weird. Yeah, and your vision. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I just wanted to know what what that felt like. I don't know if I'm like particularly interested in being a choreographer yet or artistic director or that shit but <laughs> I guess they're, they're different things right because yeah. when you become an artistic director you're kind of directing Art. like <laughs> <laughs> yeah but 30% of the time and then all the rest of the time you're directing your staff or your producing team or mm-hmm. the board yeah. or the like the public image of the company yeah. or presenters or whatever mm. I imagine. I have no experience <laughs> being an artistic director. Yeah. Okay. And so what do you do? You rock in and then you have a bunch of dancers. How many people are you dancing with? I've got about 15 coming in and out. So okay. it's m- pretty massive. But like somebody didn't show up the first day and then he was like, oh, I'm not going to come in tomorrow or the next day. So I was like, oh, okay, whatever. Yeah. Um, and people are just kind of coming in and out when they want to. That's cool. Yeah. Like, it's nice to have the people that are here for the whole time as yes. well. But, yeah. So, when I started writing the idea, it just turned into um, being about plastic in the ocean, basically. And our, like, crazy use of single-use plastic. Um, well, single-use anything, right? Single-use anything. Isn't there... It's a line in um, Fight Club. I like Edward Norton sits down next to Brad Pitt and they have a chat... And then he says about Brad Pitt being his most interesting single-serve friend. Oh, well. Because it's like when you meet people in passing, mm-hmm. you're only going to see them once and then it's over. Yeah. Had a situation this afternoon. I was on the scales with my mates after we are doing some breaking because we get free studio space at the gym that my mate has cool. a subscription to. Yeah. <laughs> so I got on the scales afterwards and then it's like had the scales said something that I was excited by and then I turned around I was like yeah bitches and (laughs) my friends weren't there but another woman was there and I was like wow that's she'll only get a single serve of me in her life and that's it that's enough (laughs) okay single use lots of things and now plastic yeah and how it's just entering the ecosystems and affecting our health and I discovered something really interesting as soon as I started researching it, that it's really connected to fossil fuels and the fossil fuel companies own the plastic companies and mm. the plastic companies vice versa. Yeah, blah, isn't blah. it a situation where they, like a byproduct of processing crude oil into fuel results in things that end up making tar for the roads and end up making mm. plastics and end up making yeah. um, like even lubricants for mm-hmm. vehicles but also like uh for your what do you call vaseline vaseline <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and okay. there's this hectic chemical called exxon and it's exactly what you're saying it's both the gas in your car and the plastic in your water bottle whoa whoa and so even though you're because there'd be like <clears throat> plastic in the car mm. so somehow this one thing becomes the thing that needs more of that thing to fuel itself yeah. to drive around that's a cool idea mm-hmm. uh, yeah and it's just crazy that they thought it was okay yes to put that in something that we're going to drink out of or that yes. we're going to eat out of yes but actually plastic came from a really good place tell me about it 
It was like 1870 something. Okay, a long or time 60 ago. Something, that the first plastic was made, but they did use cellulose, which is still like from plant nature. Plastic. Yeah, yeah, plant yeah. plastic. And then the first ever synthetic plastic was 19, 1907. Was that Bakelite? Yeah, Bakelite. And that was created for a really good reason. Yeah. <laughs> because they used to use so much ivory. Oh. And there was a competition and you'd win 10 grand to, replace to ivory. come up with something to replace ivory. That's cool. So, yeah. They basically saved a lot of wild elephants. And rhinos. And rhinos. But now they've Not destroyed a lot yeah. of other things. Wow. Yeah. I wonder if that's just the way of people... Like, we keep getting better at things, but then once that thing reaches a certain <laughs> scale, sure. it becomes, again, yeah. a problem. And mm. so, like, even solar panels are yeah. awesome until yeah. they get to a certain scale, <laughs> and then they'll be a problem again. Sure. I wonder. But it's I like we have to realise it earlier or something. Like, I also read this thing that we humans started seeing plastic debris in the ocean in the 60s, 1960s. And we haven't really done that much to stop it. Yeah. Yeah. And I imagine that, like, the world, the parts of the world that could afford single-use anything mm. used to be much smaller. It might, used yeah. to be a muscle, smaller population of people that would have yeah. access to those things. Yeah. And now it's like you get your tay ice in a plastic bag in Malaysia. Yeah, you yeah. You just use it once and it's yeah. gone. Yeah, right. Um, then you come into a studio and you dance. <laughs> yeah, Tell me about weird. that connection. Um, well, I just have this belief <laughs> that if and when robots yeah. come and take o over all of the jobs, yes. <laughs> that like the creative arts will be one thing that we keep. So I think that... Because we need to do it or because we can humans do it better? Because humans do it better. Okay. Or like, I don't know, it has to have like soul in it. <laughs> like a robot doesn't have a soul. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I am not, I'm undecided. I used okay. to think exactly the same. Yeah. And now I think that we don't do art because it needs to be done. We do it yeah. because we need to do it. Sure. It's like exercise doesn't need to be done yeah someone needs to do it F food doesn't need to be eaten <laughs> no no but somehow energy has to get into the body yeah yeah dr carl on triple j someone yeah. was asking him about food security and he was like we don't really need food we just need energy and plants mm. have sorted that out because they just collect it from the sun yeah and if we could just get if we could lower than our amount of energy we need and become filled with chloroform Fill? Chlorophyll. Chlorophyll. <laughs> then we could just stand in the sun and power up. Yeah, how good would that like be? Like Wally. Um, but I think, so what I think is that maybe robots will make art True. and it'll be fine. Yeah. But we'll also need to do it even if mm -hmm. we're not doing it for others or for okay. product. Yeah. That's my feeling. Yeah. But, uh, you know... The thing about soul I like thinking about because it seems like it's an emergent property. It's like nothing down in quantum theory or mechanics or whatever says that there needs to be a soul. Yep. But once we leave that really small world and we get up to like human level, mm. 
then that's the only way we can understand things. Yeah. Um, but I still feel like we could circle back to talking about how plastics and you making things and mm -hmm. dancing with your bodies, mm -hmm. how they're... What do you think about that or what do you do or what do you do in the studio? Yeah. Like, do you... Um, do you feel the feelings that, like the lament about the plastic situation and then dance from that place? Or do you like bring lots of plastic in and put it on the ground and like, I'm a whale, I'm stuck in the plastic or? <laughs> kind of. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, but I think the only reason it is, I'm showing it through dance is just because I dance and have danced. Nice. And that's probably majority of people's answer yeah. to that question. I think that about... Think. So maybe if I was an architect, I would show it through architecture. <laughs> but something would have led you to the point of becoming an architect. Yeah. And do you know what led you to <coughs> dance? Um, when I was like five, okay. mum took me to a, it was like an African drumming workshop. What? And awesome. I didn't touch the drums because I was just dancing. Oh, cool. Yeah. So everyone else is there to drum. Yeah. And you're like, this is the time. Little jazzy, <laughs> getting her afro on. <laughs> Had you ever seen afro though? Like no. Afro, no. <laughs> no. Well, not uh, that I can remember. No, I probably wasn't even aware yeah. of it until my late. Yeah. Twenties. Yeah. Twenties. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I was like teens. Yeah. So mum put me in classes straight after that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And what, what, what was it about contemporary? Like, is that what mm. you tell people you make? As in contemporary. Yeah. Or do you tell yeah, people you I make guess. dance? Or do you, oh. when someone's like, what kind of dance are you? Yeah, I would say contemporary. Okay, cool. But then I'd say, but I do all this other yeah, stuff yeah, as well. Exactly. <laughs> Is it like a little clause, the yeah, star? Yeah, but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. But we have made, um, so I have like a doona full of plastic that I've been collecting like off the streets, off the beach, just from my house. Like, that whole doona cover is full of crap. Yeah, I've never heard someone use a doona as a measurement of mass yeah. before. <laughs> how, how much do you need on well, two doonas? Because I couldn't get a lift here <laughs> on Monday. So, so you were like Santa on the bus. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Um, and I had this strange idea to make um, human organs out of the plastic. That's cool. Um and we started making like a digestive system cool. and it kind of worked but then in an improv yesterday somebody like wore it like just put it on and then she turned into this like entangled species okay <laughs> but i think i want to stick to the organs idea yeah, yeah. i th i read about a an art that was in a gallery that was like a must have been a bunch of internal organs, but basically mm. you put food in one end and then poo comes out cool. the other end. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be sick to make them functional, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> a functional organ suit. Yeah. I guess all of the, like, even the Harold vans that would come around and explain organs and how they worked mm. and health and stuff at schools, yeah. all of their yeah. organs would have been plastic. Yeah, well, don't you remember in primary school doing, like, science projects yeah. and you'd have to bring in all old milk bottles or blah, blah, yeah, and you'd yeah, make yeah. it out of that? yeah. So it's kind of reminiscent. <laughs> awesome. 
And do you set tasks or do you make up yeah. moves? Or? I've got heaps of tasks that I've been like writing for a long time. Okay. <laughs> well, since the beginning of the year, not that long actually. Oh, yeah, since <laughs> it's the really beginning not that long. of time. <laughs> so, well, I started off just doing heaps of research about plastic and like made Reading like paragraphs. Internet. Yeah, yep. internet. Um, so on the first day, I just read out a few of them and just got everybody to have their notebooks and write any words or sentences that they could like see movement like feel like they could derive movement from those words oh yes so you're you get affected Mm -hmm. and then you affect the dancers like you get affected by the things you read yeah and then you pass on the most yeah uh, moving things yeah. or no tell me nah. if I'm wrong well it was more like I was just reading it out and okay for example yes. I was reading out the definition of plastic oh yes of course which is pliable and easily shaped so, so straight away dancers. you're like ah uh, <laughs> basically yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, and like transparent or I don't know like there was a lot of words that that could be used mm. and it was oh what was the other one it was like Plastic is used to mim- was used mm. to mimic natural um, substance. Yes, and that was like an interesting one. That is. Very oh, and another one yes. was that because um, p- plastic doesn't actually break down; it breaks up into tiny little pieces. Okay. But it never actually disintegrates, kind of thing. Wow, but so glass, for example, breaks mm. down. Yeah. It doesn't just break into smaller and smaller pieces yeah. of glass. At yeah. some point, it yeah. degrades. Yeah. But plastic is always plastic. Always breaking up. And in the ocean, the plastic, the chemicals in the plastic. Yes. And because of climate change as well, with yeah. the heat, they turn into little poison, poison pills, basically. Delicious. Delicious. And then the fish eat that and then we eat the fish. Well, not um, me, but you. <laughs> it's true. And, and most of the like developing countries of the world yeah. it's like fish and rice yeah and then whatever fruit is around always the yeah. best fruit in those hot countries mm. okay and then dancing oh yes yeah and then i got them to just choose like three oh no first first we just went into the studio yes and i just like put some techno track on <laughs> like Avicii or something you're no. like this is an oh. ode to oh. Avicii no it's more like trance <laughs> okay okay something to like move you into yeah, a different yeah, state yeah yeah um and then I kind of just l- did like a guided improv saying a few of the words that we had picked out cool um and then I got them to write down three of the ones that they felt like they could embody the best mm. and then they had to set something. Mm. Do you worry about, or ha- have you found that there is representation? Like people try to represent the things? Um, well, I think I've like been really lucky and have some pretty valuable people with me. Yeah, I'd agree. This week. Um, no, and I've made it pretty clear that like at the beginning before we did it, I said, don't think about this as a week of dancing. Think about it as a week of learning. Cool. So... Yeah, we haven't, like, danced much. Like, in the morning we do yoga and then I might do, like, a couple exercises to get us moving, like, in and out of the floor kind of Mm. thing. But that's probably the most dancing we do all day. That's cool. Yeah. 
And then what is the this, this not dancing? What is that? What is look the not like? dancing? Well, I, I guess you still call it movement. Yes. But it's not like what <laughs> the general public think of uh-huh. as dancing. Um, so I guess I'm interested in why is it not mm. just bad dancing or shitty <laughs> dancing? Like what is it that you think it's not even dancing <laughs> that's <laughs> um i don't know i think i think i enjoy watching when you can see them thinking about something amen mm. <laughs> it's so nice yeah. especially when somebody is so integrated physically yeah that their thought process is laid bare physically in mm. front of you through time and through yeah. space then it's mm. it's i guess it's like having a conversation it's like hearing a a freestyle rapper or something yeah yeah that's i mean that's what is i think cool about freestyle verse yeah is and that, freestyle dance yeah there were a couple people when we were doing the improv task into like setting something there were a couple of people that were like i just can't set anything okay so in order to set something, we had to film them improving yes. with their idea and then they yes. had to learn the improv. Okay. Yeah. And then sometimes you can set or have you, because there's that way of doing it. There's also the way where you set the, like when you were talking about a guided improvisation, mm. yeah. you set like the score. score. Yeah. And then that's a form of choreography in itself. Yeah, Are you definitely. interested in that? Yeah. Or do you want it to look... A certain way because I imagine that where I always get hung up on improvising is that mm, and it's the same when I think I feel and think that's why I said I think <laughs> I feel and I think when we're speaking is that we yeah. use the words that we have yeah sure and so we're going to use the movements that we have yeah and I there are a lot of movements I actually don't like the look of mm-hmm or they, uh, they offend me visually. Like mm-hmm. if someone like sure. did a death drop, that would be out of... <laughs> <laughs> it's such an yeah. awesome move that I yeah. want to learn how to do it, but it would be so out of context, it would jar yeah. the moment. Yeah. And so I wonder about how you shape mm. the thing aesthetically as well as yeah. uh, conceptually. Yeah. I think it would probably be different for every, every person. They'd have to think about something yeah. different. True. And what do you do? With, like, what? How would you approach when there's movements happening that you're like, "Oh, I don't like those moves specifically," or do you not? Um, yeah. Isn't well, there was like one task that we did that was a really fun one. Yes. Um, we all like found our own bit of plastic, and we had to like choreograph on the plastic, like folding it up, scrunching it up, blah blah. blah. And then we had to film that, and then learn the plastic as if we were the plastic. Oh. Cool. Which was really fun. I did it myself as well. <laughs> um, and then um, I got one of the girls, the girls, um, to teach everyone her phrase. Mm-hmm. And then we, I like kind of molded it through that. I was like, oh, why don't we not hold this position here? Let's move through that. Mm. Or if there was things that offended me uh, visually, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd just say, how about we move through that? Or <laughs> Good one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I was thinking about or this. Or do you think we could do it this way? Yeah. yeah. 
What a choreographer. <laughs> I think I was thinking about that today. I'm going to be teaching some physical theatre or, I don't know, some dancing sessions soon at NASDA. Mm. And I really like to sometimes not teach a series of exercises, but to teach a bunch of moves. Cool. Uh, because that's when I started breakdancing. That's what I really liked yeah. about the different format. Like the power moves? It, or or it could be just like a six step. Yeah, cool. Is a move that you sure. don't have to learn as a phrase. Yeah. Uh, and then I started thinking about how you need to end up disguising your skills within a choreography so that they're not mm. offensive to the concept or the yeah. theme. And just thinking about that. Yeah. In um, one of the exercises that we do in, in the morning yes. that I taught them, um, they were like, everyone was kind of struggling with the in-between steps. Oh, yeah. And I said something and I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, think of everything. No, think of as the whole phrase as one, as one big transition or there's no transitions. Nice. And I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Those things that when you, like that moment of working them out. Yeah is you just get a big hit of dopamine serotonin <laughs> yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. and then you I write it down or you say well. to someone else oh and it's not as cool like, oh. <laughs> it's like that joke or yeah 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 <laughs> and the how long have you got a week yeah wow that's not long it's not long at all and a part of me like wants to because I think eventually I want to form this into a short film cool yeah and uh, a part of me is like oh let's push it and finish it at the end of the week um and then another part of me is like nah (laughs) don't rush it i guess because logistically everybody is here and everybody is in the headspace and we have all this material that everybody knows really well yeah now's the time yeah and even if it, you're, if it's not the thing that you want to make, mm. you, by making something, you've made something. Sure. And then you can see if maybe it is the thing you want to make and you're wrong about the thing that you envisioned. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, mm. Stan Lee, the dude that wrote all the comics for all the movies that are coming out at the moment, yeah. the Marvel movies, yeah. he used that name instead of Stan Lee. Lee. Stan Lee. Stan Lee as well. his comic name because he was saving his full name for when he did like serious oh. writing projects and okay. art and stuff. So maybe I'll use Jazz Luna for these and then Jasmine Luna Lancaster. <laughs> yeah, when you know, yeah. for the actual thing. <laughs> but um, the actual thing never came for Stan Lee because well. his like just for now thing mm. blew up. Whoa. Oh, and have you read Big Magic? No. By Elizabeth Tell Gilbert. me about Big Magic. Well, I'll just tell you about Liz the one Gilbert. idea that you just sprung into my head. Yes. Um, she has this theory that ideas are like bubbles cool. everywhere around you. Yes. And apparently someone invented the light bulb at the same time on opposite yeah, ends of the world. Yeah, a couple of different people. Yeah. Cool, huh? So she reckons that these ideas like enter you and yeah. leave you whenever they want. So I'm worried that if I don't do it this week, the idea will leave me and I'll be like, that was so lame. I don't ever want to touch that again. What do you need? What do you mean? Well, hopefully that's true. The way I think about it is that hopefully you do this idea Mm. and then future you is is so far evolved from current you that you've learned and grown and been exposed to stuff. You're like, glad I did that when I was young. Yeah, (laughs) true. 
so what do you need to like really capitalize mm. <laughs> on the bodies and the space and the work that you've done up until this point yeah well i don't think it works in this space oh okay Ooh. so you need a space so i think it's gonna be outside okay that's there's yeah. a lot of outside there's a lot of outside and i think i want some underwater that's not hard that's not hard but it's like locking somebody in this week <laughs> for in two days time yeah three days I, time i had like an album of music on my computer in 2009 mm-hmm. and i n- I didn't put it up on the internet until 2015 Mm -hmm. because I wanted... There's like a standard versus shipment seesaw where like Mm -hmm. you want the standard high before you ship. Yeah. But at the same time, I was just never going to ship, so I just lowered my standards. Cool. And I'm sure that's not good in the world of like excellence, but I'm hoping that there's like it's better that it's done most of the way than not done at all. Yeah, or that I, I was wrong. Yeah. And that mm-hmm. it's good enough and it's still useful to people. Yeah. So maybe that's the thing, like, maybe the underwater thing doesn't need all 15 people and doesn't need a cinematographer. Yeah. It could be, like, someone's waterproof phone or waterproof cool. GoPro. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's not like it's going to be shown at the IMAX. Yet. Yet. Maybe Jasmine Luna <laughs> <But> Lancaster. <laughs> I, but do people go to the IMAX? I, I well, thought I everyone just goes years, to YouTube. But when I did go to the IMAX, yeah. I watched an underwater thing. <laughs> like that was the beginning. School. <laughs> that was the beginning. <laughs> okay, was it... There were no plastics in that one? No. Nah. Mm. But there should have been. There should have been. If we were They're being... lying. Yeah. <laughs> So what else do I need? Mm, mm. <laughs> well, I don't have any ideas for sound yet. Oh, I have like one little idea actually. Cool. Um, I found all of these vintage advertisements about plastic, like when it first came out. I oh, like the new hottest thing. Yeah. Wow. It was like this amazing thing that kept everything fresh and clean and sanitary and safe. True. No, it's poisonous. <laughs> But comparatively, yeah. that poison will kill you oh. over a much longer time sure. than some of the things that it's keeping you from. So when I get my head of broccoli at the supermarket, yeah. I don't put it in plastic. Yeah. But until a few years ago, I did because I didn't think about it. I was like, oh, of course you don't want that sitting on the trolley floor. But you can get little um, like mesh bags. Yes, but like you'll need to wash bags. those mesh bags. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, mm. There was a, what's his name? Adam someone who's a comedian. It'll come back to me. Maybe Adam Hill. Anyway, he did a, the dude that used to run the Gruen Transfer, which is a TV show, and he would get marketing agencies to try and sell the unsellable. And (laughs) one, yeah, and give an (laughs) award to the best one. And one week it was plastic bags Mm. because... Already you get them for free, but everybody knows that they're at the scourge of the earth. Mm. And so why would you like try... They were trying to sell the public on the the excellence of plastic bags. <laughs> and one of them was like this dude went to the shop with like his Hessian bag and tried to buy a goldfish and he couldn't get it home. And 
the things like this where like yeah, obviously yeah. that plastic or like someone bought meat and they just put it into yeah. their hessian bag with yeah. no plastic around yeah. it well i think it, it is it is an amazing invention it's just mm. that the single use thing has gone mm. too far mm. well even with a lot of glass huh do we reuse glass in yep. australia well, I reuse my own glass. <laughs> okay, I guess I mean... Recycle properly. No, well, there's recycle, but that's still very intensive mm. yeah. for resources. But then there's just, like, get the glass bottle that the fizzy drink came in back to the factory and washed mm. and refilled and sent out again. Oh, actually, yeah. We some do places that? do that. In I, Australia. I, don't, I only know a couple companies that do. There's yeah. this one called Cali Press. Oh, yeah. There's one at Coogee Beach. Oh, wow. Um, my friend works there. And they have their smoothies or juices in glass bottles. Mm. And if you bring the glass back, they ship it to Calipress, what do you call it? Um, HQ. <laughs> HQ, <laughs> Washing sure. Centre. Is that also close? It. Is it close? Yeah. I don't know. I assume I it would be Australia. There was a situation with recycling in Darwin, where mm. I grew up that there was no recycling plant sure. so all the recycling had to be put on trucks and driven to brisbane or sydney this or happens sydney gets driven to queensland yeah okay which if you if the thing that makes the, the plastic also has stopped. to get put into oh. the tank the fuel tank to drive the plastic to that place <laughs> it feels a little bit like we're yeah. performing yeah making a difference Definitely. without actually making a difference Definitely. like we're doing all the inconvenience with none of the payoff <laughs> um yeah okay. and apparently queensland is stopping recycling altogether because it's too expensive and uses too much energy hmm. bummer yeah. there are these cool glass lunch boxes called lock and lock like cool. the brand is lock and lock instead yeah. of it's like a direct competition to tupperware <laughs> cool <laughs> it's really cool i think it's a it's an asian brand i'm not sure if it's chinese well. everything's glass cool except the little rubber bits that need <laughs> to seal the yeah sure but they have like little what? flaps there and those are glass uh i'm pretty sure maybe the those are rubber bit would be rubber at least yeah i think i i think i've seen them yeah I'm sure they have plastic ones as well. They've got stainless steel ones too. Isn't that uh, like a tiffin box? Tiffin? It was... Or a cookie tin. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking of the little stainless steel lunchbox sized things. Yeah. That I think are like traditionally Indian. Oh, cool. And the... Well, like bento boxes. Yes. Which are plastic in my experience or wooden. Oh. I've seen stainless steel ones. Yeah, but right. probably traditionally... Wouldn't, no? I imagine. Wouldn't, no? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. But they're good for to put rice in, both of those yeah. things. Yeah. Okay, so I just want to get back to the dancing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then what, how do you take all of these thoughts and mm. this focus and this, like, cultural point in time? Mm-hmm and then have human bodies do something that does something about it? Or are yeah. you trying to do something about it? Are you trying to... What are you, I guess, what are you trying mm. to do? Well, I wanted to have, like, a big group okay. of dancers from the start. Done. Done. 15. Yeah, tick. Yes. Um, because we've been, like, working through... I found, like, thousands and thousands of ways of, 
like ways to reduce plastic or your own plastic waste. Yes. So we've been working through that. And then somebody came up to me today and was like, my family's getting so mad at me because it's all I'm talking about. Cool. So it's, I don't know, just spreading the word, I guess. Like mm. so many people still think that coffee cups can be recycled mm. when they can't. So it's like... Uh, like just the lid or the... The cup. The cardboard. It can't be recycled. Yeah, right. Tell me about that. You didn't that. know that? No, I didn't. Because I've seen like a recycling symbol, the little triangle mm. arrows yeah. on some of them. On some of them, maybe. But, but majority of them have like a wax plastic lining on the inside so that this cup doesn't go soggy makes sense it does make sense doesn't it yeah and sometimes they give you two cups because oh, it's, it's too, too hot, hot. <laughs> <laughs> wow yep okay yeah so just like just to spread the word like at first i was like oh i don't i'm not attached to an outcome i don't want an outcome but now like as in a, a short film or a work yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I just but you're want people to learn. To less plastic. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I think the word is already being spread. <laughs> nice. How did it get to you? How did it get to me? I, w- I think I watched a doco. Okay. Well, like a year ago, randomly, I was just interested in marine biology as well. Yeah, it's a pretty interesting thing. It's so interesting. And then, yeah, watched some like. Um, what's it called? Like Planet Blue. Yes. <laughs> Dude, I was watching one of those last night. So good. And then it led me to like five other. There's so many docos on it as well mm. on Netflix. Mm. What about how are you going to go about choreographing underwater? I'm not sure. Okay. Like it would just be cool to see if some of the phrases that we've already mm. created and set, mm. um, if they would even work underwater. What are you going to do with those set phrases? Or how are you going to work with them? Like, are you going to get a bunch mm. of people to do them or are you going to rehearse them? Or Yeah, well, that's why we were doing the, the hour-long improvs. Because ah. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> but maybe they... Did they bubble up in the improv or...? Yeah, like, in the improv, I gave them, like, a list, this list of things to do. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Are those are uh, set phrases already phrases or vng twitching (laughs) trio everyone knows what trio means everyone knows what trio means everyone knows what eliza orange means cool and what's that bottom one temp transparent walking trans cool that came from the first day of improv when i just said the word transparent and um we were like imagining our skin was transparent Mm -hmm. because that was the whole thing about cellophane and glad wrap that you could see what's inside so we were using our skin we're using our skin we're seeing our skin as plastic or transparent and that we could like see all of our veins and muscles and bones through that and it was just this like slow walk and i was like whoa you're transparent (laughs) so that became a a motif (laughs) Or like something that you could really clearly see the idea, or I could really clearly see the idea. There are some animals that are transparent. Really? Yeah. Jellyfish? Yeah. Yes. And some frogs. Cool. Really cool. And then some fish. So there's a a deep ocean fish Mm -hmm. that has a transparent dome on the front on its, like where its forehead would be. Cool. And its eyes are inside its head 
because they don't need to be very um, sensitive. They just need to be able to know if mm. there's a shadow because that could denote that there's yeah. a predator. Yeah. Uh, so it hasn't like put its eyes outside of its head. It's kept its head <laughs> enclosed cool. and just made it transparent. Yeah. That's very cool. It's very cool. Yeah. Oh, I guess another way we were trying to incorporate the plastic we played like a little game like mm. that drama game where you pass something around and you make it something different mm, mm, mm. Um, and we just had like a bunch of plastic in the middle and we had to find an inconvenient way to use it because I feel like plastic came to be a convenience yes. to yes. people like oh I'll just take this fork with me so that I can throw it out and don't have to carry it for the rest of the day I hate carrying shit well you're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but I would say that perhaps I can just take a sushi roll and I yeah. don't need utensils at sure. all. So there are other solutions beside carrying an yeah. assholeism. <laughs> One would hope. But a fork is so little. I, I'm, yeah, I'm not saying that it's logical. <laughs> <laughs> I just, yeah. I, I wonder if like it's the chicken or the egg about how men's clothes have pockets and women's clothes mm. don't have pockets and I've just Weird. grown up not having to carry shit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, weird shit. Like, like so even strange. babies' clothes have pockets and they have nothing to carry. <laughs> so weird. But I just want to be like a, a cartoon that can just pull whatever they want from behind their back yeah. and then put it back Wouldn't there. Wouldn't that be nice? Yes. Or you like visualise something so hard that it appears. Yeah. Well, I think that maybe that's what's happening when the nothing is happening. Oh, yeah. And something's happening. Sure. Do you think you can get to that place? a section within this mm. well I feel like that the, the walking. transparent walking mm. is like so subtle and they're just walking backwards really slowly with like their palms turned open mm. and they're just walking with this like really strong focus and I feel like that's gonna be the nothing cool yeah yeah but the, the inconvenience thing has become kind of like a like a comedic part in it as well. Mm. There's this solo that Eliza has created <laughs> and it is so funny. She's like, you know those like um, net bags that oranges come in? Yes. Yeah. What the hell? What the hell for once. But also, oh, for once. <laughs> but also kiwi fruits are starting to be sold in bags mm. and apples in like a... So crazy. When you get... Um, tennis balls that are like stacked on yeah, top of each yeah, other yeah. in tubes apples <laughs> like this like, um, mm. don't know if that's essential yeah okay <laughs> and she basically just like wears all these orange orange nets derelict like really funnily like so okay. that she can't move her arms and legs okay. basically and then she keeps trying to do stuff <laughs> cool. it's great yeah yeah i've got some really really valuable people yeah yeah there's not a lot of I guess, restriction. They no. can all do all the things. Yeah, I tell them to do something and they and do it. <laughs> it's so weird. And like all these images that I had in my head, mm. as soon as we tried them, it was working. Whoa. Whoa. Huh. So what's your job? I don't know. <laughs> I tell them the things and they do them. Amazing. Yeah. But I'm like, I wanted from the start for it to be like one fat collaboration. And I made that clear mm -hmm. to them in the start as well, mm -hmm. in the start, um, that like, it's not gonna be choreographed by Jazz. Mm. You know, it's choreographed by Jazz, Eliza, mm. Emma, <laughs> etc. Yeah. 
what's your biggest hope for the efforts of getting people together and capitalizing on the situation and finding some water and finding an under- underwater camera and <laughs> <laughs> um well i think that's part of the reason i want to make it um film mm. so that it is accessible to anyone that has access to the internet or mm. so that it's not just like a three nights in a theater that only this many people see yeah who can afford yeah the things who are yeah close. exactly yeah um yeah and what i was saying before just spreading the word cool yeah and like that hopefully and i think it is beginning like woolies has stopped plastic bags they've banned them so i think it's starting Mm. to change a little bit although i still want like i want a soy sauce bottle on the counter when i buy my sushi i don't want the little fish yeah or, like, I want a tomato sauce bottle at the fish and chip shop. Yeah. I don't want the individual ones yeah, that are 20 yeah. cents each. Because I'm sure most of the cost is just in the plastic. Yeah. Definitely. And actually, I don't even want tomato sauce. I just want other <laughs> people to use the bottle. Yeah. Definitely. Mm. Is there anything I haven't asked you that you want to talk about? Um. <laughs> or things that you try and remember when you're working? When I'm working. When you're making stuff? When you're dancing? Well, I feel like, well, being in the, like, leader position, mm. not that it's really a challenge, but I just remind myself to be gentle always. Mm. Um, and that, I don't know, like, and when the dancers can feel that you don't have pressure to finish something by the end of the week, then more happens as well Mm. when they don't feel pressure. Yeah, I'm like, guys, it's fine. We don't actually have to have anything finished. We can just have fun all week. And all this crazy shit happens. Awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and in more directions as well. Yeah. It's like you have a system rather than an outcome. Yeah. For being together and for dancing together. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs>